Hey, Sean Gaby here. Welcome to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Hey everyone, Sean Gaby here with the Supernatural Leadership Podcast, talking about the difference between principle-led leadership and presence-led leadership. We all have a leader within. Why not make that leader a little more supernatural? Enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome again to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. My name is Sean Gaby, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, I would love it if you take some time to review, rate, share this podcast, these episodes with your friends, family, coworkers, uh, whoever you think could be impacted in their leadership journey. Remember, everyone has a leader within, so why not make that leader a little more supernatural? And if you haven't subscribed, of course, please do, especially on our new Supernatural Leadership YouTube channel, where you're able to engage in many of these interviews uh, through video. I'd encourage you to check that out. And if you haven't already, check out our new e-course, uh, our module two on the voice of God, which is blowing up right now. I'd encourage you, go visit supernaturalleadership.com. Check out that new module. You will not regret it. If you haven't already got module one, I'd encourage you to get both. We have a bundle deal right now, and I know that it will change the game for your supernatural leadership journey. Today, we have another amazing guest. This is actually her third time on our podcast platform. Her name is Toyen Crandall. She's called the Millionaire Maker. She is the host of the Millionaire Money Podcast, best-selling author, author, financial coach, international speaker, and the founder of Money Mindset Shift. She specializes in helping business owners and career professionals ditch their limiting beliefs about money, design a simple, proven, and customized financial freedom plan so they can build wealth, get rest, and create a new legacy. She has coached thousands of individuals and families, helping them increase their wealth by tens of millions of dollars and pay off millions of dollars of debt while enjoying their lives in the process. I mean, who doesn't want that? Using the principles she teaches, Toyan Crandall went from being stuck in tens of thousands of dollars of debt, having no food for her family, to building eight streams of income, which actually I think is increased now, and running her yes. own multi-million dollar company. So you can visit moneymindsetshift.ca uh, to check her out. I just wanted to read her bio again for those of you that haven't listened to the first two. But we're going to dive into the third podcast with Toy and Crandall. Toy and Crandall, welcome to the podcast again. How are you doing? I am doing phenomenally well. Thank you so much for having me here for the third time. I'm so glad to be back because these conversations we've had, Sean, have been some of the best visits to any podcast that I've done. So I'm just super excited to be back and to get into some talk with your your brain and mine. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm super excited to have you. You know, I loved our conversations. We had two actually did a little bit of a part one, part two. Absolutely loved them. Yeah. So much good feedback. Um, I know the second the second episode that we had, we had some audio issues on my end. It was like the first time that we had some major audio issues. And I'm like, man, that was one of my favorite conversations. And so I'm <laughs> I'm just believing no issues today, no technical difficulties. It's going to be smooth sailing. It's going to be smooth. <laughs> but uh, just for the listeners that haven't listened to the first two, which everyone out there right now, I'd encourage you go back. It was about a year ago. I think it was last yeah. December, actually. Um, yep. listen to the two episodes because I feel like we're going to build, uh, we're going to hit some of a, a similar, similar topic theme for today's yep. chat, but I'd encourage you to go back and listen to the first two, because you'll really get into a little bit of the storyline and a little bit into the history as to where Toyan has come from. But for those of you that haven't heard of Toyan, I'm going to get her just to share a Coles notes version for you of a little yep. bit of her journey before we dive into today's topic. So Toyan, tell us about your supernatural leadership journey in the context of finances. So the Coles Notes version of this is, you know, I came out of full-time ministry. So I used to be in full-time ministry. We would do street evangelism, worship, prayer, Bible studies, that sort of thing. God calls us into business, super scary, but we say yes, because that's what we do and uh, get into business. And I really didn't know how much I hated 
or even didn't even hate. I just avoided the conversation of money completely. I came from this frame of, you know, God will provide. I don't. And in, in another way saying, I don't need to think about or talk about this because just thinking or talking about this would be somehow drawing me away from my first love, which is, which is Jesus Christ. And so I'm trying to run a business and I find out that I am afraid of money, actually. Um, I avoided it. And so, of course, things went downhill. <laughs> no money. Um, we found out that we did not have food to eat. And my husband wow. was eating chocolates. It was a December. So December months are just so precious to me because it was a December that I found out my husband had been eating chocolates that we had received from friends for Christmas for dinner while giving me the rest of our food because I was nursing our six month old wow. baby. So when I saw that, I realized that my strategy of ignoring money and just thinking it would just sort itself out was not working. And from that moment, you know, we were, we lost where we were living. We were homeless for a little bit. Like we kind of went through the very bottom wow. of the bottom. And four years later, we are, we have 11 different streams of income, multiple real estate properties, running a multi-million dollar business. But more than that, I have now been able to serve thousands of other people in helping them become multi-millionaires, wow. um, have their real estate properties, um, scale their income by million, tens of millions of dollars, pay off millions of dollars of debt. Um, we literally joke around and we say, you know, we help everyday people become multimillionaires just by changing wow. the way that we think about and the way that we use our money and through strategic financial and business coaching. And it's just been an honor from God. You know, those moments, wow. Sean, where he takes your greatest area of pain. I would say this is maybe the second greatest area of pain in my life. First one, he already transformed it into my salvation. I'm so happy about that. But he took this, this area of pain and has literally transformed it into my place of power in wow. speaking into other people's lives. And it's just a, a phenomenal journey to watch and experience, but, but to be a part of it is just like mind blowing. I love that. And I think, you know, I think for some, some people, you mentioned a little bit of your journey when like money was an issue, you didn't want to address it, didn't want to take it. You don't want that to take you away, you know, and yes. how Paul addresses in first Timothy six, verse 10, like the love of money is the root of all kinds exactly. of Exactly. And I money, have this it's mentality. the love of money. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because it says the love of money and we could even quote the love of money is the root of all evil. But sometimes in our Christian culture, we make it money is the root of all evil. So right. it's this, it's the, it puts us in this hard place where we need money to do the work of the Lord. Right. Like to, and so we're, we want people to be able to give. But then at the same time, if someone's talking about money too much, then you're like, oh, where do you really stand? As opposed to, well, let's have a real conversation about how you do build wealth. Well, it's true. And I think for some people, like you have on one one side of the coin, you have, you know, kingdom business people often. And I'm just generalizing here that have no problem with language like millionaire, billionaire. And then you yes. have people maybe like who are serving their life, laying it down for the mission field and like maybe like vocational uh, pastors in ministry or whatever. And yes. some of these words can be triggering in the sense of like, well, it's not, it's not, it's all about the money. It's all about the money, but no, exactly. This is just sort of like a, a label to define in a in the kingdom. You yes. need money. If you're going to do yes. kingdom stuff. I mean, to be a blessing. Yeah. To be a blessing, you have to be blessed. And I'm not saying that you That's can't right. you can't do kingdom stuff if you have no money per se. I mean, you could be a Mother Teresa and you can lay it all down. Yes. And, and that's good. There's 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 greatness in that. There's significance yes. in that. But but I think God is raising up in this hour a new breed of leadership that yeah. really have a good relationship between money and kingdom. Yes. So yes. they can do more for the yes. kingdom. And I love That's about right. you. I love the thing. I love this idea that, you know, your, your goal is not just to be a millionaire. Your goal yes. is to raise up other millionaires yes. that are transforming and changing the culture around them. Because hopefully That's right. if you're a millionaire at some level or a multi multi-millionaire, you have some form of influence and culture or sphere I mean to transform. 
and even the ability to give. Like I remember back then we would want, we always have been givers. And I remember back then we would give like a hundred dollars, $200 to a project and it would almost break the bank for us. And we'd be like, you know, you we'd give and then we're like suffering about it, but in faith, but suffering practically for the next month, right? Where now we've been able to give over six figures. And I'm just like, God, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Yes. The ability, the, the kingdom of God is looking, the Bible says that the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. And part of that manifestation are the children of God stepping into a level of leadership and ownership of their spheres so that they are able to impact the others, to show people what's possible when yeah. you're aligned with God. And so yeah. it's like, God created our brains. God created the concepts that we are we are running with. Money, I always tell people, money in itself is completely neutral. It's a tool. All it is, for, for me at least, is a measure of the value that we are providing to the world. Because the truth is, yes, there are people who gain money through negative uh, processes. Is that right? Of yeah. course, that's true. There's people who will gain money wrongly. There's people who will use money in the wrong way. Yeah. But generally, money is a tool that you are able to use. So if you are doing good in the world and you get more money in your hands, guess what? You're going to multiply good in the world. And if right. you are not doing good in the world and you get money in your hand, the money didn't change you. It's just amplifying what was inside your heart anyway. It's a magnifying glass. Money magnifies. That's you. exactly right. Yes. And, I, and I've always said this, like money has this ability to master you and then turn around and moon you. I've always said that. So I feel mm. like that. You let money master you. You think that money is this amazing thing and you love money. You're obsessed with money. You go after money. Mm -hmm. Greed is in the motivation. Yeah. It'll just turn around one day and moon you just like it did. I mean, through Judas. I yep. mean, it turned around literally and bit yep. him in the butt so much that he killed himself because exactly. of it. When Judas betrayed Jesus for money, it was money. money. In a sense, it was the love of money that actually crucified Jesus in the end. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, that was driven through Judas. And so exactly. of course it had to happen. And that was part of the will of God. But there's, there's, this is why the I think motivation. in Matthew 6, 24, Jesus actually addresses money as a God. Yes. You're either going to love God or love and money. Exactly. And you'll notice the difference in the people who are willing to sacrifice their well-being, their family, their calling, their integrity, for the sake of money. And this is part of why, yeah. like, I'm in this field, I'm a financial coach, because if you, if, if all the mentors who are teaching about money are doing it from a place of money above everything, which is even a phrase that people will use, you, you know, you grind and you give everything so you can get these goals. So they will put money over family, over assignment, over calling. They put money over their health. And so when you even think about that, it's that much more important that we have godly examples of how to build business and how to build wealth with God on top. And, you know, one of the things that we always say in our community is we ain't going to have no miserable millionaires. And what do we wow. mean by that? We mean it's not worth it for you to have millions of dollars and not be in the middle of the, the center of the will of God, the wow, feeling of that. fulfillment in your, in your calling, the, the connection with your family members, like, there is a way to build that honors God. And there is a way that we can build that that puts money on top of everything else. And when people do it that way, you do see the gap. You do see a lot of very successful people who unfortunately end up committing suicide. You see a lot of people yeah. who have given up the, the most important things for something like money. But, you know, just to your point, this is why we need to be in this space yeah. because people are looking for examples. And if people who love God, who love Jesus are too afraid to venture into the area of business with full confidence that we are able to build at the level that God is calling us to build out, they're yeah. going to find someone else to follow. And that person yeah. just may end up pulling them away from what yeah. is most important. Yeah, to totally true. I totally agree. And, you know, one of the things I love about what you do and, you know, just an observation that I've seen is that you're someone that really has done what you've done and built what you've built in an extraordinary way, like not the ordinary way. You didn't just go 
and follow the the blueprint of most of the people probably around your life. This mm-hmm. is how you gain wealth. You you've done it a real yep. supernatural way. This is a supernatural leadership podcast. I would language yep. it like you've gone from the ordinary into the extraordinary. And I think this is something I want to touch on. And you know, yep. thinking about what Solomon says in Proverbs, he says, wealth grows over time. Mm-hmm. And in some translations, he actually says, get rich quick schemes fades quickly. And this yep. idea that in even and in the secular, yeah, and even in the secular world, I mean, I'd say like most healthy, wealthy people would say the same thing that wealth grows over time. That if you Correct. try to get into something, I would say the make, same thing. Make a quick buck, you're going to be disappointed. That's but, right. But there's a but because it's a two sided coin. Yeah. While that's true, there's also this other side of the coin that says God can still do miracles. And God can still do things that go above and beyond the ordinary. I would say ordinarily wealth grows over time. But God, when God steps in, and I see this in John chapter two, where Jesus is at a wedding, his first ever. Wait, before you even give that, before you give that, that like that, that second half of it, I just want to meet you in that beginning piece, because I want you guys who are listening, because we're going to go into this conversation and I want you to, I want to anchor in some of what Sean is saying right now it is absolutely true that wealth grows over time there's investments that we have that have grown over time the business that we have has have has grown over time and often we even tell people like we have a lot of people who will sometimes come to us especially because we help everyday people become multimillionaires, and they want the get rich quick scheme right they want the like okay toyin do i just put money here and then all of a sudden i wake up and my the money in my bank account is a million dollars and we'll ask them what's your business or what work do you want to do i don't want to do anything i just want to i just want passive income that's the language right. these days these days it's i just want passive income but i don't want to do anything I don't want to do any work. Make it happen, Toyin. And I'm like, there is zero chance you are going to build into the millions of dollars if you're unwilling to do something, if you're unwilling to put in work, if you're unwilling to have space for for what happens over time. But there is the supernatural as well. So, okay, now, Sean, go ahead. Because I just want to really say that looking for one thing, you, you need both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so like John too, I mean, is a great story and a great example of what we're talking about, how, how someone in their faith moved mm. from what was supposed to be into what was supposed to be in the future. And that was yes. Mary. So at the wedding, Cana of Galilee, Jesus is at a wedding, Mary, his mom turns to them and says, Hey, we have no more wine. You can read it in John chapter two. And, yep. um, Jesus turns to to his mom and says, "Come on, Woman, what does your issue have to do with me? My time has not yet come." In other um, words, yes, is it the appointed time for me to perform or showcase who I am as the God Man, as the Son yes. of God, yes. as God in flesh? Is that my time yet to reveal myself, reveal my glory? And so Mary, almost disregarding what. Her son Jesus says, just said, yeah, turns yes. to his disciples, which I think was an act of faith and says, do whatever he tells you. Yep. And then expectation. Boom, we, we, yeah. Expectation. We know the story. All of a sudden, you know, Jesus, he, he facilitates the miracle, turns the water into wine, uh, the best yep. wine, because it was his wine saved for last. It was an amazing story. But the thing I like about this passage, multiple things I love about this passage is that Mary moved into what was meant for a future time into the yes. now. So she really, you know, ordinarily there was a plan. God was, Jesus had a plan. There was a time and yep. somehow we see her faith accessed and moved Jesus to activate. Pulling that time backward. We yeah. have a phrase for that, uh, Sean, in my community. We actually call it collapsing time. We okay. call it collapsing time where you are able to take something that's supposed to take 10 years and get it done in one year, something that's supposed to take a year and get it done in a month. Yes. Keep going. And so just like, yeah, I want to highlight, and then I want you to go into this and I want you to share this phrase that you're feeling in this season. You said it to me, you said anything is possible in any amount of time. That's right. Before you go there, just the verse 11 of this chapter, chapter two, chapter two of John says Hmm. what Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory. And it says this, and his disciples believed in him. This was really the first time 
that we see an obvious. I went from following you, Jesus, to now believing in believing. you. Believing. This I think is the, legitimate. The best yes. builders out there that are building stuff like you're doing had yes. to move from ordinary to extraordinary. There had to be a revealing of, hey, this works. Yes. This is legit for people yes. to buy into and believe that whatever you're saying actually is true. I know you have stories of people After moving story. time, stories of yes. taking 10 years to become a multimillionaire took you two. And so yes. let's, let's attack this phrase. Anything is possible. Anything any is out of time. Oh my gosh. So this is one of my global beliefs. It is that anything is possible in any amount of time. And what we mean by that is for one, you have to be willing and you have to be all in and committed to the full process, whatever that full process looks like. However, even as you are committed to that full process and to the long haul, because another phrase that we always say is you haven't done anything if you haven't done it for 10 years. So mm, don't come wow. and do it for two months. It's all me, Otoyan. It didn't work. Don't I you see? That. It's been two I months. We're like, no, if you haven't done it for 10 years, you ain't even started yet. Right. But in the middle of that, God is a God who bypasses protocol. And what I've found, because we've done this work literally for hundreds of people, thousands of people, but I've seen this happen with at least hundreds of people where the miracles show up. But here's what I've noticed is that these miracles, and I could share, and I'll share a couple of them with you guys, but these things usually happen when there is a person who is actually partnered with God to create on another level. And it's almost like when, when God sees our level of yes and our level of commitment and our level of running and after the thing he's calling us to do, he goes, okay, cool, I got you. And he begins to collapse time. So what do I mean by collapsing time? For example, we'll have one woman who came to us uh, and her name's Kelly. I love this woman. She's probably listening, going to be listening to this podcast because she listens to everything that we do. Um, but she came to us and when she started, she was really struggling. And when I say struggling, I she was running a business, but the business was not doing well. And it was so difficult that even for her to work with us, she was counting, like she counted how how much money she needed for gas. I remember she canceled the trip she was going to have to save on gas to put the money toward coming into our process. Wow. Um, and it was like down to the sense when she was coming into the room. Two years or a year and maybe seven months after working with us in her business, the same business she was doing before she came to us, in the month of November, she sold $200,000 worth of product. Amazing. In a month, not a oh. year, a month. That's oh. Kelly. You know, I think about another client of ours, Jane, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal woman. And she runs a, a service agency. And she had come to us, her highest clientele before coming to us, and she run the business for years and years, was like 500 to 1,500 per client. Two years after working with us, she has a client that is, it was a year and a half again, um, that is $240,000 for wow. one contract coming from 500 to 1,500. She wow. just crossed her million dollars in a year because uh, wow. we, we like have these markers to celebrate with people. She had, I think she had said she did a total of $150,000 total in her business before she met us a year, uh, two years after that. Wow. She just did a million dollars in one year. Or I think wow. of another client, EC, that came to us. She had done $50,000 over five years. A year and a half after working with us had a million dollars within that year. So what, what's my point? Or she had a million dollars total, not a million dollars in a year. Y'all know me. I like to be very real and very, like, very specific with these numbers. So she had a million dollars cash collected in her business. But I mean, going from 50000 yeah, to amazing. a million in a year and a half, <laughs> that's awesome. not too bad. And, yeah, and it's the same thing where it happened in our lives, where we went from, you know, being homeless to having a million dollars in three years. And by the fourth year, 11 streams of income, you know, everything just opened up. So what is this phenomenon? And what is this thing all about? The point of it is, first of all, people have to actually acknowledge that this is available and it's available to them. 
right. that this is even true. Because many of us, we're listening to stuff like this. You hear stories like these, and we're so used to the old way of doing things. We're so used to like, if this, then that. And I call that linear thinking. Yeah. So linear thinking is I put in this much, I get out this much. Oh my gosh, Sean, let me share one more example. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, this absolutely. was like ahead, such yeah. an obvious way it showed up. Right. So we had this client, her name's Diana, beautiful woman. She was in a career. And when she came in, she's hearing me say all this stuff, like anything is possible in any amount of time. And one day she challenged me in the room, which I love. I love it when my clients just tell me what's really going on in their head. Right. So she says to me, Toyin, everything I've ever got in my life, I've had to work for. I've had to work very hard for it. Like this all just sounds very nice and cute. But like everything I've ever got, I had to work for it. So I said, okay, no problem. You can, you can keep believing that and you can stay doing that or you can step into a different dimension where anything is possible in any amount of time where you don't have to slave away for everything that you get. Do you, right. Which one do you want? And she's like, well, of course I want that. <laughs> but, but, you know, she goes, but I know it's impossible and whatever. I said, okay, no problem. So I give her homework to do. And like, that's part of our coaching stuff. So I'm not going to go into everything I told her to do, but I gave her homework and she does the homework over that week. We met on a Tuesday. We met on the next Tuesday. She comes into the call and she's like, Toyin, I, I want to say something. I'm like, yep, go ahead. She goes, so I did everything you told me to do. And in fact, I really threw myself at your homework. So I did more than what you asked. Like I did this and I did that. She gives all these examples. And she's like, like, and I feel so much better. Like, I really believe that anything is possible in any amount of time and that I can wow. receive without having to slave for it. So she's like, I already believed it now. I'm, I'm like excited about it. But I wake up this morning, Tuesday, and I have got an email in my inbox from my workplace telling me that for no reason, they want to give me a merit bonus that was in multiple five figures wow! and so she's there like awesome. to the day toyin that i'm supposed to meet you again it's like i needed to have this proof that this stuff legitimately works and so right but that kind of life is not available to the people who are unwilling you know when god says blessed is he who can believe before he sees yeah and there is this mixture of practical strategy. So of, yeah. of course, I'm a financial coach. I'm not going to tell you to ignore your, your bank account and all those pieces. But there's this mixture of practical strategy, practical yeah. implementation, and a place of living. And so we call it going from that finite linear thinking to yeah. the thinking of God, to the infinite thinking, where it's like his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not yeah. our ways. And he is able to hold up time like he did with Joshua when yeah. the people of Israel were at war and they needed time to be still, he can slow down time and he can speed up time. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's extraordinary. That's extraordinary mm. thinking. That's not just yes. ordinary thinking. And that's, that's you know, this right. is why this is a supernatural leadership podcast. I'm not, you're not on exactly. a podcast. It's we're like just talking about, shifting. yeah, we're, we're not just talking about the, the logical way to build wealth. We're talking yes. about, there is a practical way. There's a stewardship yes. responsibility that we have to be, wise and to be um, smart in how we manage yes. what God has entrusted us with. But then when, when God comes in, there's going to be moments when God's like, Hey, give it all. There's going to be moments and, when God and, says sacrifice. There's going to be moments yes. that don't make sense, but yes. actually make the most sense. Cause I always say this, sometimes the things that make the least amount of sense when it comes to our finances makes the yes. most sense to God. Exactly. And it, it's those places of trust where he is able to say, okay, me and you, we're, we're, we're playing together. We're, we're, we're doing something here. And it's right. so funny because there's a state that you can get your brain to because so many of us are just so autopilot in our lives that we're not leaning into what it is he's trying to say. And so even though those opportunities, because the reason these guys are scaling at the level they're scaling is often because there's opportunity right in front of them. But many people, because your brain is in such a tit for tat mode, time for money. If I don't put in more time, then I can't have more money. And for many of you, if you're working full time, 
You're already giving a lot in time. When you think about becoming a multimillionaire or you think about expanding your wealth, it's difficult because it's like, I'm already overtapped. I'm already tired. I can't give any more time to this because we're thinking on a time for money place. And if you're a business owner, you're pretty much bringing that employee mindset that you may have had into your business. And even if you're an employee, you're bringing an employee mindset into your investments. And there's a difference between thinking time for money and thinking out of the box. I remember, Sean, having a conversation with one of my mentors before we were millionaires, literally when we were in the beginning of like noticing our struggle and we just asked ourselves me and my husband said who do we know that probably knows about money that was our question and we went to this one family member and he was like we found out like he was doing very well we went to the right person but i remember the first conversation we had with him where we said to him talk to us about money (laughs) he's like what do you want to know where to invest we're we're like we don't know what we don't know (laughs) so just talk to us about anything related to money So he spoke to us for four hours. And I remember when he would, he shared these specific examples, for example, of how he made $50,000 in 10 minutes. And he broke down for us, like it was a real estate um, opportunity that he noticed and he signed this and then he flipped it and then this person signed it and he sold it. And in 10 minutes, he made $50,000. And I remember, and then he asked us, he's like, how much do you make per hour? And back then we were making really $3 an hour because we were running a window washing company. We weren't watching the money of it. So even though it was, let's say, $25 an hour for the client, by the time we paid everything else, our family was receiving $3 an hour. Can you tell why we didn't have food to eat? Right, right, yeah. But he he says, I made $50,000 in those 10 minutes. How much do you make per hour? And we said, you know, $25, if we want to just make it not sound good. We said three. He's like, I'll give you 25. And then he goes, how do you go from earning $25 an hour to $450 an hour or $50,000 in 10 minutes? How do you make that transition? And it was funny because in that conversation, I really had not even ever considered that. I was still in the employee mindset. So I remember just responding to him and being like, I don't know, you tell me. (laughs) Right, right. Hey everyone, before we continue on with this interview, have you ever wondered what it would be like to go to a new level in recognizing the voice of God? Well, now you have your chance. The Supernatural Leadership School has just launched a brand new e-course, The Voice of God, Module 2 where we're gonna dive deeper into understanding the power of the voice of God in and through our leadership. The voice of God is one of the areas of our relationship with God that makes it so much fun. In this e-course, you're gonna receive a full comprehensive digital workbook, as well as over seven hours of teaching, six lessons, and over 17 videos, and full of opportunities to apply the lesson content with our activations at the end of each lesson. We will be exploring topics like the voice and the spirit of prophecy, the gift and the prophet, how to see in the spirit, the nine supernatural gifts of the spirit, training the five spiritual senses, learning our dream language part one, part two, and part three, as well including a practical dream interpretation guide at the end. I want to encourage you to register today and begin a whole new supernatural leadership journey, taking your leadership to a whole new level in the marketplace and in the church. Hope you can join us on this journey. That's why we're here. We don't know how to do that. If we did, we'd be doing it. Right. So, so like, tell me, like, um, I'm interested to know, like in your coaching programs and things that you've done mm. with people, what are some of the roadblocks of some of the people that don't seem to like, like level up and don't yes. seem to break through. So you get people come through, you know, you, you, in any, in any business, in any coaching business, mentoring program and anything, it's like mm-hmm. Jesus and his disciples, you know, he had his three, he had his 12, he had his 70, one you know, pieced out, one of them denied him, you know, it looked like it was a total failure. Some, you know, ended up making it through, but like in your context, what have Hmm. you noticed as the main roadblock as to why some actually don't ever seem to break through? What are some of the patterns Hmm. you see? So what we've noticed is, so there's two layers to this answer. The first layer is going to be within the context of the people that we actually sit down and we coach. And then the second context 
will be the, the main roadblocks I see of je just people in general that we don't coach, okay? So the people that we coach, one of the, the top thing, because we have a 95% client success rate, and that is extremely high when it comes to coaching. And one of the reasons is because within our program, we do the neuroscience work of actually shifting them out of self-sabotage. So okay. what happens with the 5%? Two things. One, they don't watch the videos. And what do I mean by that? I mean, for some people, there is this genuine belief that if I just make an investment, get into the right room, I don't need to do anything else. It will just happen. Everything will just change. It's this like magic dependence that is just not true, not real for any room. And so that's one of like our, our top things where people just won't even watch the videos. And if they don't watch the video, like I always tell my people, if you're not going to watch the video, if you're not going to do the homework, Toyin isn't going to step into your life and do it for you because life doesn't work that way. God doesn't reward you for my obedience, you know? So that's the first level is when people just don't do that work. The second thing that I've noticed is environments. I, I just wow. brought my Nigerian accent to you people, environments, <laughs> <laughs> right? Environment. When people step into our room, we call it a, some of my clients made it up. So I just follow them. I follow these guys. They give me the words. But one client I remember said, this is like a portal of favor where the level of belief and the level of expectation dramatically shifts because every single week, multiple times a week, they're seeing examples of what is possible. Well, it's like so a kingdom even community. We, it's like a kingdom community. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's right. And so when you're in this, the world in general is very negative. And if any of you guys listening to this podcast, Supernatural Leadership Podcast, have not noticed this, I want you to notice it. Notice the language difference between the conversations that Sean has with all of his guests and the language difference in your other circles, in just daily life, in just showing up to work or to business or whatever it is. The language in the world generally is very, very negative. Um, very limited thinking. We can't because there's these things. This is what's hard. Everyone focuses on what's not possible. And when you get into an environment where those kind of blinders get, the scales get taken off of your eyes and you see, whoa, Anything really is possible in any amount of time. Like some of our clients, a lot of our clients are older. They're maybe 60 to 63, a lot of them. And oh, then we really have people well. in their 40s, 50s. But I, I know for a lot of the people in their 60s, when they come to us in the beginning, there's this mindset of it's too late. Mm. I'm too old now for me to have a major shift. And then they step in the room and they see other 60 year olds that are killing it. And they're like, oh, oh, like, I just got to get myself together. That's it. So right. that's the second roadblock. But let me speak to the roadblock that I've seen in general of people outside of the, the room that we coach in that hold them back from this reality, from experiencing supernatural shifts in their finances as they build. And the biggest one the biggest one that i'm gonna say is this unbelief mm. you know there's a place in the bible in the book of hebrews where it says beware lest you have an evil heart of unbelief you know i remember rereading that recently and just being like wow like god from well he was speaking to me and he was like toying when someone doesn't believe what i am able to create it's not just a statement of their level of belief. It is their statement of who I am able to be. So can mm. I share something with you, yeah, your good. people, Sean, that I haven't yeah, shared publicly good. anywhere else? Okay. Mm -hmm. So we are currently in our dream home right now. And I, I, you know, you mentioned when we got back, we haven't talked in a year. In this year, we moved into this house. It is our dream home. It's an answer to prayer. The street we live on is Salem translated to English. It means complete and perfect. That was the verse, first Peter five, verse 10 that God gave us when I, we had moved seven times in seven months because of financial instability. We lost the child at the end of the seventh move. And while I was recovering on my bed, that was the verse God gave us. And now we're in this fulfillment home, right? I So 
when earlier this year, because it was this year, I was talking to the Lord and I, I'm like, gratitude is my emotional home. I'm always just grateful. Like that's my, like, I'm always like, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just that he would take us out of the struggle that we were in. I don't care where I am. I'm so grateful. So one day I'm talking to him and the thought comes up around what if we got our dream home this year? And I talked to the Lord and I was like, Abba, because it, it could have been 10 years from now, it could have been five years from now. And I said, Abba, we are already so blessed. Do I need that? Like, is it even okay that this thought even right. came up in my head? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or am I am I stepping out of line here because you've done so much for us that I'm so grateful for already? And he responded to me, Sean, I have not shared this outside of my coaching rooms. But he responded to me and he goes, Toyin, let's let's talk on the deck. So this is my former house. I go out on the deck. And from the deck, there's like a bunch of trees on my left and there's the lake in front of me. And he just has me sit and breathe. And then he says, look at the trees. Look at the leaves on that tree. He said, every single year. So for those of you listening in other countries, I live in Canada and we have winter. He goes, every single year, I allow those leaves to fall down and every single year, I recreate millions and millions of leaves just because. Mm -hmm. Then he goes, look at the water. And I'm looking at the water. And he goes, I have never complained about needing to create one drop in that water, that lake that you're looking at right now. And he says to me, when you ask and you are even a afraid to ask for the things you really want. You are making a statement, not to your level of belief, but to what you think I am able to create. Because he said, if wow. you really understood the level that I already create at, you would understand, Toyin, my little daughter, that your dream, your wildest dreams, he didn't even say your dream house. He was like, your wildest dreams are a drop in a bucket to me. Wow. Like, do you understand that it do, it's not an inconvenience because it's not even a thing <laughs> compared wow. to what yeah. I am able to create? And that. when he said that, I realized how much, because it wasn't now the, the house, it wasn't about the house. It was about overall our level of expectation with God. And when I, it was like, for me, we've already become multimillionaires. We're good. But this year he was doing this exercise on expanding my thinking of what's possible, not just for myself, but for even the people we coach. So Sean, like I'm going to share at the end of this, a challenge that we're putting out, but it came out of this, this experience of him saying it in like April, two weeks later, we find the house, we get it at a ridiculous ridiculous price like every single thing about it was jesus 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 and then it happens in the span of like six to nine months it's all Amazing. done and we're in it and I, I was just like wow anything anything is possible in any amount of time and it doesn't have to be with suffering you know there's another verse in proverbs that says that the the blessing of the lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it and sometimes even when the Lord wants to bless us in our businesses or wants to elevate us or wants to give us these ideas of how to create on his level, we're afraid that there's going to be some sort of like a, like a gotcha. You know, we have this like mentality, right. like God is waiting to, yeah. And yeah. he's just like, when, when I give there's, there's challenge. Now, don't get me wrong. We didn't come singing through this year. I had a baby this year. I, I had a lot of health challenges this year. But he's faithful. He yeah. comes through, but you will only see it to the level you're willing to expand your capacity to believe. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you as somebody who is you're you're living out this word that God has spoken to you. And I think that is the life of every supernatural leader is that yes. you're called to live out the very thing you feel God is speaking to you. You're called to live yes. out the vision God has given you. You're called to live out 
everything that he said about what he's promised for you, even yes. biblically speaking. And he gives us the yes. desires of our heart. And, you know, it's those the Bible says that those that delight themselves in the Lord, he'll give them the desires of their heart. And that word That's delight, right. means, that word delight literally in the Hebrew means to keep your heart soft towards Come him. on. And I Come think on. that and you have an ability and I want to encourage everybody to connect with you. You have an ability to really help people experience things that you have experienced and are experiencing. You have authority in it. We, we're, we're, yes. I believe that that the authority of God comes on us through the trials that Obedience. we break through in. And yes. so I, you know, that's why I think you're, and I, well, I believe, and I know um, what God has, the track that God has you on He's moving you rapidly because you're consistently leaning in, listening to what he has for you and you're breaking through. And as a result, you can break through for others and they can break through as a result. Yes. And so give us a challenge. Give us give us the listeners today a challenge on what can we do in this season hmm. to break through some of these belief systems, these limiting belief systems that stop us from believing that anything is possible in any amount of time. Come on. So very, very, very practically, guys, if you are listening to this podcast, I do not care if you have $30 million, $300 million, $30, $30,000. I don't care what you got. If, if you're in overdraft by negative 30, okay? Whatever your level is, I want you to close your eyes and you are just going to ask the Holy Spirit a simple question. What do I currently believe that is holding me back from stepping in to infinite thinking with mm -hmm. you, with God? What? So essentially your question is what thoughts are sitting in my subconscious? And for, like, of course we have a whole process for digging it deeper and like pulling them out and putting it on the table and all that stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that sometimes, even if you don't go all the layers in, just to see the top two, just to see the top three for yourself. Holy Spirit, what are the beliefs that I currently have that have held me back from the no limits that we're talking about, that I sing about, that I want to step into, I know is available to me, but for some reason, I just right. don't see it. So what is the belief that I have that is holding me in this place? And once that, and, and then be silent and let him speak. And once that comes to you, write it down. And then like, of course you can connect with us. We can figure, help you figure out how to get rid of it. But I always say this without awareness, there's never victory. Hmm. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, I don't fight as one who beats the air. You know, give me eyes to see and ears to hear. There's that Laura Hackett Park song that I love that says that. Um, but you have to be able to see what you're coming up against in order to overcome it. And so the very first step is always going to be what is the actual belief that's living in my head rent free that I need to kick out so I can bring in the reality that God that the, the God reality that's all around me today. Awesome. Yeah, I think once. You know, for those that are listening, once you get a hold of and become aware of what that limiting belief is, keep it kicked out every day. I think sometimes yes. what happens is we get a momentary breakthrough where we have an awareness yes. of something and then we forget. It's kind of like mm -hmm. the whole reason why Jesus instituted the Last Supper in this moment. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Not one time, yes. not two times. Create a culture and a lifestyle of remembering me every day. Because when you yes. remember me, even in the in the Greek, that word remember, when Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, comes from a word that actually means to bring me back to the forefront of your mind. Mm -hmm. Once you break through, stay in the rhythm of making sure that these limiting beliefs stay out every single day. Soften your heart towards God. Keep those that though that 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 breakthrough mentality every day and watch what God does in and through your life. So Toyan, tell us how, how our listeners connect with what you're doing. I mean, people are hearing all about who you are, what you're about, what you believe and what you're building. How do people partner with this, get involved so they can be these people that have these incredible testimonies that you've shared. Come on, come on. 
So there's two things that you're able to do if you're listening to this podcast. And actually depends on what time you're listening to this podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast anytime before December 28th of 2022, we are in the middle. We're about to uh, release something where we're going to be doing a free training on exactly how we are going to be helping 100 people become multi-millionaires in the next two years. So you guys know how you, you know, there's five day challenges, three week challenges. We're actually doing a two year challenge where we are helping a hundred people become multi-millionaires with joy and peace and rest and ease and flow. Um, and that is going to be a free training. We're going to lay out our strategy. Some of you guys may be in the room and some of you may not, and that's okay. You're going to get the strategy either way. If you want to participate in that, then you want to go to moneymindsetshift.ca forward slash millions with an S. So moneymindsetshift.ca forward slash millions, and you're going to be able to register for the training that's coming up. Now, if you are listening to this after the 28th, because we are going to have a limit on the number of clients that we're going to serve. So we're going to be, we've already made about 13 people, multimillionaires in the last few years. And so right now, our focus for the next year is going to be about 37 to 35 people. Then in 2024, we're going to take on another 50 people and do it for those guys as well. So if you missed that boat, there it's going to come back up in a year. But if you're listening to this any other time, then you want to go to moneymindsetshift.ca forward slash call and just have we will have a free consultation with you and we'll be able to talk to you see where you're at and see what's the best route for us to help you hit your financial goals while honoring god and putting him first and so Amazing. it's either you're listening before december 28th and you're going to uh, moneymindsetshift.ca forward slash millions with an s or you're listening anytime after that and you can go to moneymindsetshift.ca forward slash call, like call me, and we'll be able to book a session with one of my team members and they'll see how best to serve you. Amazing. And don't don't you worry, everyone out there, if you don't remember, we'll put all of the links in the description and all the ways Wonderful. that you can connect with Toyan Crandall. Toyan, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending some time on this podcast. I love having chats with you. I think it's amazing. Yeah, this has Lots been just amazing. Revelatory. I love how you understand these concepts and lead in your conversations. Like just the concept of supernatural leadership, I think is something that all of us in the world, like in the kingdom need to understand. Like we serve a supernatural God and the level of conversation that you've been having on this podcast has just been next level. I am so honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having awesome. me again. Well, it's so good. I'm excited to have you again. And uh, remember all the listeners out there, um, you know, you all have a leader within. So why not make that leader a little more supernatural? Thank you so much, Toyan. Thank you so much. Don't forget to rate, review, share this podcast. Check out SupernaturalLeadership.com. Until next time, we hope all of you have an amazing, amazing Christmas 2022. And we will yeah. see you in the new year. If this podcast has been an investment into your life and or impacted you in any way, we are incredibly thankful. We would love for you to join us in being able to continue bringing leadership content like this every month. Of course, it does not come without a cost, and our heart is to continue bringing you more improved quality and content. If you would like to partner with us with a one-time financial gift or to sign up as a monthly partner, you can do so at kingdomculture.ca. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast.